A few days back, the whole Hindu community was celebrating Mahashivratri to honor Lord Shiva, dedicated to the god of destruction. Mahashivratri is believed to be the convergence of the Lord Shiva and his goddess Shakti, the balancing of the universe by masculine and feminine energies. On the days, devotees fast to appease Shiva and seek his blessings. So I was one of the devotees too. Considering one day I'll get the chance to detox my stomach and if there is a slight chance of impressing God, why not? As a kid, I've grown up listening to the mythological stories from my grandmother and my mom. And of course, the character of the Lord was fascinating like nothing else. A man with different names. Some people call him Ardhanarishwara, half-woman lord. Maheshwara, the great lord, and some Ganga Dhara, bearer of Ganga. But do you know what is the essence of the name Shiva? And why there is a so large following of the Lord Shiva? That between the millennials and fancies. I myself belong to a family and even a group of friends who are big devotees of Shiva. So this made me curious to discover the same. Tune in. Hey everyone, I'm Priya Sochdeva, your host at Trending Diary. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now. Shiva The word means nothingness. The state even we try to acquire by meditating. Today, even modern science is proving to us that everything comes from nothing and goes back to nothing. The basis of existence and the fundamental quality of cosmos is vast nothingness. From wearing tiger skin to smearing his body with ash to smoking a chillam, Shiva has a personality unlike other gods. The one who makes mistakes and will learn from them. The one who dances with a free mind. The one who lets a simple life. I love many things, Shiva. And not just me. I know you too. Kids, youth, householders, or ascetics. Everyone's a big fan of Shiva. So what makes Shiva so cool? So the best lesson that I came across to exist, it's that he's all-inclusive. He can chill with anyone. I mean like anyone. Remember the story? Where his marriage happened, the tradition goes about describing that everybody who was anybody, everybody who was somebody, everybody who was nobody, they all attended, they all were invited with a similar respect. All the gods and divines beings, all the asuras, demons, demented beings, devils and ghosts, everyone came. Usually these people don't get along with each other, but in Shiva's wedding, Everyone was there because he was Pashupati, the lord of animal nature. All the animals came and of course the snakes wouldn't miss it. So when they all came too, the birds, the insect didn't want to miss it. So they were the guests too. Every living creature came to his wedding. You know what's the sense of the story? When we talk of this being, we are not talking of a gentle, civilized man, but of a primal figure, in a state of absolute oneness with life, oneness with every being. 
He's pure consciousness, completely without pretension, never repetitive, always spontaneous, forever inventive, ceaselessly creative. He's simply life itself. And also is the ultimate law. When you say Shiva, it is not about religion. Today the world is divided in terms of which religion you belong to. Because of this, if you utter something, it looks like you belong to some religion. But Shiva, it's not just a religion. This is a science of inner evolution. This is about transcendence and liberation. It does not matter what your genetics are, who your father is, what limitation you are born with or acquired with. You can't and transcend all of that if you are willing to strive. Nature has set some laws for human beings. They have to be within that. Breaking the laws of physical nature is a spiritual process. In this sense, we are outlaws. And she was the ultimate outlaw. So, you cannot worship Shiva, but you may join in the gang. But this also made me curious. Is Shiva the perfect man? I mean, he just loved his wife and children, was a good professional with a kind heart. He's a symbol of modern masculinity. The attractive kind without the hard edges that the average male often dishes out to female. She was macho but compassionate. In an age when a majority is caught in a red race to the best, Shiva stands for effortlessly cool things. He's good looking. Even with matted hair and a loincloth. He occasionally smokes cannabis without fuss. He's a symbol of eroticism, the epitome of a good lover. Probably, that's what makes Shiva so cool among millennials, among Zenzis, for me, for you. And remember like how every major Indian band has a song that celebrates him, qualifying him as a bona fide rock hero. And why not? He was into the hallucinogens and does the universe to his destruction dreadlock. Shiva's popularity goes hand in hand with the perception that he's a macho. But what appeals to me is about Shiva is the fact that he embodies so many contrasts. A married man who can also celebrate ascetic. A wild dancer who can sit absolutely still in meditation. His grief knows no bounds when Sati dies, yet he casually lops off Ganesha's head. He embodies every aspect of human nature. If you can make your peace, with this bewildering, multidimensional individual, you have made your peace with the existence and everything in it. Har Har Mahadev. Hey, beautiful people, thank you so much for listening. I hope you get some value today. If you have some idea, concept, or story to share, do the other Instagram page of Training Diary. And if you are someone, a mythological stories fan like me, you can also check out our episode on Trending Diary by the name of Radha Krishna Love Story or a Myth We are open to your ideas if you want to listen something, if you want to listen a specific conversation or any story that you desire to, we are here to present you I will see you soon in the next episode till then, stay tuned and God bless us all Har Har Mahadev